0: This is New York's Asset Protection Roundtable with Ted Alatsis of Alatsis Law Firm. Our mission at Alatsis Law Firm is to assist you with the three pillars of protection, preserving your assets, providing you help, and protecting your future. Hello and welcome into New York's Asset Protection Roundtable, a three pillars of protection program. I'm Ben George, Ted at Alatsis, Attorney and Counselor at Law for the Alatsis Law Firm. There in Brooklyn, New York, got a good show for you today, Ted. We're talking about people that maybe are travelers, um, or they own multiple homes in different states. Just some things you can be thinking about from a legality standpoint, and what's covered, what's not, if you do live in multiple places. Which is kind of fitting because you've been doing a little traveling of your own recently, huh?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, you know that time of year, certainly here in uh, New York and and elsewhere, where kids are home from school and. Uh you know, we, we get an opportunity to get away for a couple of weeks. I just got back from Greece myself and, uh, nice. got to connect with some family and, um, uh, yeah, back to work. When
0: do you get back to Greece? Cause you, you do that every year, right?
1: Every, few years. every not, few years, not every year. I'd love to get back every year, but it's not exactly next door.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no, not really. Uh, when you get back there, do you, are there any places like any restaurants that you have to go to, or do you just stick to the home cooking and, and, and eating it with family and friends?
1: um so there's always a lot of that home cooking stuff um you know we've got a a lot of family and we love to get together with them and so we do we do a good amount of that but the great thing about greek cuisine is that there are so many great greek chefs um and they don't have to necessarily be in in fancy restaurants or um you know trendy places they you know even the most uh, simple of of restaurants uh has has great food as long as they have you know fresh ingredients and lots of good greek olive oil and mm. uh fresh lemons and and greek oregano so you know <laughs> we, we we tend to dabble in just a little bit about a, a little bit of everything where, wherever we go
0: do you bring bring back any greek olive oil with you from a trip like that
1: so yeah we brought some back okay. for sure um <laughs> yeah a, absolutely i love it i love
0: it well that's great i'm glad you had a great trip and i uh, hope everyone is enjoying their summer so far we're going to talk about Uh, Our main topic here today, but I want to, of course, point you to uh, Ted's website. If you have any questions, elastislawfirm.com if you're ready to start your estate plan and want to get into that, you can also uh, schedule a time to meet with Ted and the team there as well. But if you'd like to call it 718-233-2903 is the number. So again, we're talking about crafting estate plans if you are a traveler, someone that's on the road a lot, out of town quite a bit, or if you own multiple homes, right? You may have a home there in New York, but you might have one maybe down south or on the East Coast somewhere. That seems to be a pretty popular destination for some people in retirement. So we want to talk through some of the circumstances involved with that and and whether or not it's best to work with an estate planning attorney who's local, who understands those laws of the state you live in, and and what uh, what all that goes into this conversation. So it should be good uh, and should hopefully be very helpful for any of those people that do uh, move from state to state. So, Ted, let's just begin then with the legalities of the estate plan and just kind of you know walk us through that first before we talk about some of the different scenarios.
1: So an, an estate plan that's executed in your home state, as long as it's executed complying with the laws of that particular state uh, is going to be valid in every state. Um, you know, the full faith and credit clause of the constitution will will do that. Um, and so, and so that's uh, an important thing to know uh, going into, you know, planning, planning, whatever, whatever you're going to do. Each state has its own laws with regards to the formalities and, you know, the best practices that go into that. But as long as your plan is properly executed and uh, completed in the state that you um, completed it, um, then it'll be honored, you know, wherever you go.
0: Okay, that's important though. So your state plan is valid state to state when you set it up. Um, is there ever any problems if you are maybe out of state and all of a sudden someone needs to access documents from your home state? Uh, can there be any delays or is that a pretty easy process for people?
1: so it really depends on how your documents are stored and the type of document that you're dealing with right so there are certain documents that you're always going to need originals for so for example a will or something like that perhaps a trust you're going to need to be able to access those original documents in one form or another especially if they're being offered into court or or they're being offered at financial institutions but there are other forms that you know can can be honored you know by by use of a copy or a digital a digital copy Things like um, healthcare directives, life uh, uh, living wills, things of that nature. Many times, um, you know, f- um, institutions, doctors, medical institutions will accept copies as long as um, as long as they can be um, demonstrated to to be to be present.
0: All right, let's talk then for for people who maybe live in multiple places. Right, maybe live part of the year in New York might choose another state to live in. Um, if when you're setting up and working with someone that is in this scenario and has this lifestyle. What are some of the things that you have to to know from them and and, and how do you work through setting up their estate plan for, for someone like this?
1: Well, like like with every estate plan, it starts with, you know, what the wishes are, right? So we start with that conversation first before we talk about the mechanics and how and how we're going to implement whatever plan we're going to implement. So that's that's number 1 and always the guiding the, the guiding um force behind every estate plan. And then um we try to tailor the plans to reflect, you know, those wishes and then try to see how we can uh draft our documents so that it's a, there's a clear understanding of what it is that um, the the person who's making the plan intends uh to happen with their estate, um, and um, that they can clearly be interpreted by anyone who would be using those documents in the other state. So we start first and, and foremost, like with every single estate plan, with what the intentions are of of the person who's making the plan.
0: How important is it for you as the attorney to know where that second residence is? I mean, do you do you absolutely need to know it's in X state, or is it? okay to kind of craft it without if they let's say they haven't determined hey i know we want to have a second home we just haven't decided between florida and north carolina let's say
1: so it so if if the parties already have a residence established or second home established that's an important fact to know because there are going to be certain things that need to take place, like you know a D transfer or something like that, uh, in order to effectuate a, a trust, for example. And so, knowing you know where those things are and where they're located and how they're titled, that's important. Now, there can be situations where you know a person hasn't really settled on. A second residence, or a second, uh, you know, vacation home, or something of that nature, and so in that scenario, you probably would want to be more broad with your um, dispositions and your intentions, um, and then hopefully be in a position when, in fact, you do make that determination as to where you're going to be taking that second residence to be able at that point to integrate that into your plan, you know, plan. An estate plan is only as good as the integration that goes along with it, and integration is is key. Um, anyone can draw up documents, um, but if you don't title the assets or integrate the assets into your plan, it, it, the, the plan is useless.
0: How much do you have to learn about, um, say, medical directives in other states or just – you know different rules and state laws that that are in place. It might affect an inheritance and that sort of thing. Because when you're crafting these, with that in mind, I mean, how much research and, and just how much do you have to know about other states? So it really depends
1: on state, you know, state to state. I mean, oftentimes when we're in that situation. We'll consult with um, colleagues in other states okay. who who practice in that area, just to to you know just get a, a second opinion to make sure that what we're what we'd be doing would would uh, would integrate well with their laws.
0: And I know you kind of talked about storing your documents earlier, but is it just always best to kind of store them in the state they're they're drafted? Is that always best, or where you're going to spend most of your time?
1: I mean, I you know the most important thing is that they're accessible. Uh, that you you could that whoever is going to need to get to them can find them, right? So at the end of the day, that's really about where you know that is the most secure and most um, convenient location for the person or persons who are going to need to access them can find them. So if that means you know your your New York is your primary residence, um, but you spend eight months out of the year in Florida, and but your kids are all here in New York, then maybe. You know, leaving everything here in new york makes more sense mm-hmm. um but if you're spending you know that amount of time in florida and all your family is in florida but new york is still your residence you know maybe it makes sense for your documents to be in florida so it's really about you know where uh the people who need to access those documents um where those uh people are located or where it's most convenient for them to find it. Like everything, we always recommend and we always provide digital copies of everything that we've uh, we've created, so that um, you know there's there's accessibility, you know, and portability everywhere.
0: All right, we're talking about uh, crafting estate plans for travelers and owners of multiple homes. And let's talk travelers then. Are there any tips for people that are on the go all the time that know they're going to spend a lot of time away from home? And, you know, maybe they have a couple places that they're spending a lot of time. Maybe they have, their company has offices in certain cities. They know they're going to be there a lot of the time. What are some things they need to be thinking about? Yeah.
1: So, time? I mean, you're not going to plan uh, your estate based on where you're visiting or where you're spending a little bit of time here or a little bit of time there so yeah. you're going to plan your estate you know that's uh, so that it reflects you know where you're actually residing and where your your beneficiaries are located and where your assets are located uh the most important consideration is having access to the information you need so if god forbid you know you're you're injured and you're you're taken to a hospital in a location that you had not provided any documents for, you know, do you have the ability to, or does someone have the ability to access your healthcare proxy, for example, so that the medical institution knows, you know, who it is that they should be dealing with if they need to make medical decisions for you, or, you know, um, you know, you know, what, what, you know, where your, your financial documents might be located, where your power of attorney might be located. So, you know, having that uh, access is the most important thing. So, storing you know digital copies of your estate plans, you know, available perhaps on your email or some other you know secure or semi secure location, is one one way to go. Um, we we offer our clients a subscription service, uh, the third party service that uh, has um, all that, that can store those documents for our clients, and there's a QR code on a card that uh, they receive and that QR code can be used to access the the documents um in the cloud um so so that's a service that's available as well and it's not that expensive at all um so there are lots of different things that are out there and available by way of storage and remote storage that can make it easy to to access those types of documents
0: yeah I gotta think it's got a lot easier today than uh than it was maybe when you started. Uh, as an estate planner, right, to 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 access those
1: yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Well, if you have questions for Ted, and and you know, if you think about, hey, maybe I am going to be having a second residence in retirement, I want to kind of think ahead a little bit about this. Or if you haven't started that estate plan process at all, go to elastislawfirm.com. dot com. While you are there, you'll see you can request a free consultation. There is a button at the top of the page. Uh, you can also download any of their free guides that are very helpful. Their legal guides. Can really tackle some some key issues that you might face, and you can get those downloaded for free right now on the website as well. And Ted, anybody that uh, that that sets that that initial consultation with you by clicking that button on the website, what does that process look like in the beginning?
1: So you know, when when a client s- sets up that initial consultation, we come in, uh, you know, we, we'll sit down, we'll have a conversation with them for about an hour, and go over you know what it is that they're looking to do and what their goals are, what their intentions are with their estate, and then when the um, consultation is over, we'll be able to be in a position to offer them at least three you know, reasonable alternatives um, from which they can they can decide to proceed or decide not to proceed. But at the end of the day they'll 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 know the um benefits and the costs of each of the alternatives and hopefully you know make a make a decision that's right for them and their family.
0: All right, very good. Well hopefully this episode has been helpful for you. Again if you have any questions log on at latslawfirm.com or you can call seven one eight Two three three two nine zero three. 2903 Ted thanks for your time today uh, glad you're back at it and enjoy some of that wonderful Greek olive oil
1: thank you Ben I, I certainly will